0: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast, number 383. I am staring out my window at the San Diego Convention Center for San Diego Comic-Con. It's preview day. It's preview night tonight. And... I've been here like a day, and all the Comic-Con stuff was set up yesterday, but there wasn't anyone here yet, so it was a little creepy and apocalyptic, but now it's going to be apocalyptic in the other sense, in that 100,000-plus human beings are going to descend on San Diego, and I could not be more excited. It's my favorite time of year, so I'm moderating a ton of panels, and they're all insanely amazing. Uh, If you go to Nerdist.com, you can check the schedule of where I'll be Uh, I'll be moderating, like, you know, Walking Dead and Breaking Bad and Community and Marvel and Warner Brothers Legendary and World's End. Uh, So, uh, also come to our Nerdist panel, which is Saturday, I believe, at 3 p.m. at the Indigo Ballroom. And then I'm doing a signing at the Legendary booth Friday at 3 o'clock. So, all that information on Nerdist.com. Hopefully, you got to come to San Diego this year because the weather's beautiful and it's just, I don't know, there's just a vibe. It's like mid-year Christmas uh, that's in the air But without the cold And um, uh, without all of the knocking No, actually there is a lot of knocking people over to get presents It's pretty much exactly like Christmas without the snow uh, Pretend that the sand It's a white mid-year Christmas Where the sand is the snow So we're going to go out and build sandmen uh, later on I'd like to thank LegalZoom For sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast A lot of people don't have a will But you should Because if something happens to you then your stuff goes away and not to the people that you would want it to go to. So LegalZoom.com will totally help you out. It's not expensive. It's not too time-consuming. Most people finish the process online within 20 minutes, and it's not like some crappy fill-in-the-blank form. Your will is state-specific and personalized based on the information that you give it. Uh, Best of all, 12 years' experience at LegalZoom, helping people with important legal matters. So, get your special discount. Be sure to enter Nerdist in the referral box at checkout for wills, powers of attorney, trusts, and more. Go to LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom can provide self-help services at your specific direction or connect with an attorney, but they are not a law firm. Thanks to LegalZoom for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, which is uh, the cast and director of The Conjuring, which I moderated their panel at New York Comic Con last year, and the footage looked incredible. It's uh, James Wan, who directed, uh, who did Insidious and the original Saw, and uh, it's, he wanted to go in an opposite direction and, and you know, instead of doing, uh, you know, like a chop-up creepy gore fest, it is a, a non-chop-up creepy haunted house ghost movie. And uh, he did a fantastic job. If you have a chance, go see The Conjuring. It opens Friday, July 19th, which is just a couple of days from now. And so uh, I had them come to Meltdown. James came to Meltdown with Ron Livingston and Lily Taylor. And uh, we had a chat. So here it is the Nerdist Podcast, number 383, with the cast of The Conjuring.
1: Now entering Nerdist.com.
0: Yeah. Social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're the worst like, nerds.
2: Someone's
3: actually started. <laughs> yeah. No, no, someone <laughs>
0: Someone's actually started abbreviating it in an irritating way. They're like, "Hey, can I put this up on Somi?" And I'm like, "You could just say social media." <laughs> so Somi sounds That's like so a really. great pho place. <laughs> it really is a delicious. <laughs> they have a great. The Did you see
2: that new place on Hollywood it's called I don't know? I love it's it. A-Y-E-D-U-N-U. d d u n u. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> hipsters. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Fuck them. <laughs> Welcome to the. I might replace 9021 pho is mine. Nothing favorite. can replace 9021 pho. <laughs> uh,
4: you know, like Absolutely Fobulous? That's pretty Oh, good. I've seen Absolutely Fobulous. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's actually a good place. Is it a British
2: themed faux uh,
4: place? <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, not. It's, it's not. It's like down like
0: West Hollywood.
2: Drunk. Yeah. You just go in, it's the British.
0: set of Absolutely Fabulous. There's just two drunk ladies serving you. <laughs> there was actually a place in La Crocena. A Chinese place that's been there for years. I don't know if it's still there. It is actually called the Ping Palace, uh, right off Foothill Boulevard. I don't see a problem with that. That's not accessible. <laughs> they should have shut that down. They should
2: give it an F on the window. Uh, my old neighbor was uh, Fuck It, Thai.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, Fuck It, Thai. <laughs> fuck It, yeah.
0: Thai. So I, I guess we'll just have to go... Uh, one by one uh, James and Ron and Lily I actually saw The Conjuring over the weekend and it's fantastic oh and cool thank I you I moderated your panel at New York Comic Con which that's uh, right that's right yeah which was fuck. really fun
3: Sorry. I did an outstanding job <laughs> oh, exactly <wow>. nice <laughs> oh, thanks, Ron. I
4: just swore guys can I, I know, swear you it, yeah. whatever you need we've to say we've
0: just said fuck it like eight times yeah. Oh, okay. wait, wait 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 is this <laughs> thing on <laughs> <laughs> it's Phuket yeah exactly. Phuket <laughs> Everyone's always, everyone's always pleasantly surprised, and they're like, is it okay if I swear? Yeah, I swear a lot, if you want to. It's okay. God,
2: maybe we shouldn't swear. Ruined! Maybe we shouldn't swear. Ruined!
0: It's just, it's just my laptop. <laughs> it's all right. It's got Was a special pouch for it. Yeah. We used to work at Apple. You don't have any connections there anymore? No, that's long gone. Oh, shit. Matt used to be a Mac genius. If you guys have any Apple questions... Don't ask. I don't know anymore. (laughs) I don't know. That's how SaaS
2: technology moves. Yeah,
0: really it does. Wow. I'm out of practice. It's not a bike.
2: (laughs) It's technology. No, I know. It's a a computer. (laughs) Thank you. I know the difference now.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right. The internet is on the computer now? That's my favorite line. Who said that? Homer Simpson.
2: (laughs) Oh, the internet's on the computer. (laughs) One of my favorite Simpsons internet jokes is like, hey, you hear about... it?" I think it was Lenny. You hear about this internet? Uh, No, what's that? It's the internetting in a bathing suit. You don't have to wear (laughs) underwear.
0: (laughs) I was having problems on Twitter this morning that the, the, the in-Twitter reply window was deleting characters. Right. And I said, is anyone else having this glitch? Jonah, don't fucking give me the first world problem sigh. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. You would
2: have done the same
0: to me. That's yeah, all. I would that, have. I the, would the, have.
2: The, the, the professional not, courtesy I didn't I say you. it
0: was the worst thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> <brain. laughs> it was like the third worst thing. It that was the third worst you. thing that's <laughs> ever happened. Because 9-11, mom's died. dying. <laughs> all right, okay, we'll cut all that out. Um, but, uh... uh and someone gave me the. Uh, someone wrote Pebcac, and Pebcac is an IT code for problem exists between keyboard and chair, which is what they would tell people who were fucking up their own computers. Right, right, right. It was just a way. That's for them great. To that is so nerdy,
4: guys. Yeah. <laughs> or they
0: right. would, or they would say ID10T, which spells idiot when you see it written out. <laughs> codes. Um, so one by one, I have some somewhat personal connections to all of you. James, you mm-hmm. when I when you walked in, I said. You know my girlfriend, which you took as confrontational. <laughs> uh, um, for some reason, listen.
4: I swear it was just the one time. Just I just did one... not know. Oh my god! I was I didn't drunk. Know that right. <laughs> Oops.
0: I mean, uh, oh, it was a but... uh, So how did you how did you meet Chloe?
4: I think uh, I, I went to a I, I went to a party and uh, I went to a friend's party and. Uh, I think it was actually Chloe's birthday party, come to think of it. <laughs> I just crashed it with her, um, um one of her friends and that uh, was you know, I bumped into her and then I've seen
2: her ever since then. You gonna take that, bro? No, bro. <laughs> I'm the least confrontational person of Chris's girlfriend.
0: <laughs>
1: don't
0: follow up <laughs> I went to this party with my friend
1: James. <laughs>
0: and then Ron, um there there was this there was a circle of people that i I'd seen you at a few parties, the Connie Britons of the world and yes. the Jen Jostin and yeah, like yeah. this uh, this group of, of people. Did you guys migrate out? Was it, was it Pete? Was it Pete it Goldfinger?
3: Was Pete Goldfinger, yeah. yeah. Pete Goldfinger has been a good buddy of mine for you. I actually introduced him to Jen Jostin.
0: Oh, you did? Yes. You're responsible for back his entire day. family? That's me. Yeah, I okay. get for that. Are they still together? They are still good. together. Good, then it worked yeah. out. Two good two job. Beautiful girls. They're going to hit you up for tuition money. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. Yeah. Damn it. It really all traces back to you. And then Lily used to be in this karaoke group that we would go out on, like, mm-hmm. Sunday or something. Sundays or Mondays or something, like mm-hmm. Brass Monkey or Sardos or something. And you would, you sang under the name Duffy, which I could never figure out was that...
1: That's my brother. Oh, that's your brother. Yeah, I just like that name. I don't know why I did it, but that's, <laughs> I just like that name. That's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs>
0: What was your What was your song?
1: My main one was probably the Macy Gray. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. To walk away. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, it's fun, and you know, yeah, That's
0: great. probably. Yeah. We had a good karaoke run sure for a did. while, and then everyone everyone grew up.
1: Yeah, they did. What's your
2: go to? My go to? Yeah,
0: I don't know. It was it Winger. was it was it was not Winger. <laughs> it was Zeppelin it was for Warren. a while.
2: It was Warren. <laughs>
0: You know, it really was sad. Now that I think about it, we would go every week and sing the same songs over and over again. Never really <laughs> stepped outside our wheelhouse. It was just like, you "Don't want to embarrass yourself." A lot <laughs> <of> pressure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm really good at this
2: song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it, it kind of... I, don't I have my go-to.
0: What's yours? Uh,
3: you gotta be by Des'ree.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Do you have one, Ron? You don't seem like a karaoke guy.
3: Uh, I have done it in the past. I couldn't. I don't. I can never remember my go-to. That's the problem with karaoke: is it takes half an hour to remember the song that you know the words to. Yep. Uh, so, you know they yeah. put them up on the screen for you. though. <laughs> I realized
2: though that's not. I was like. I was like. I kind of know the song. I got it. Turns out I don't really know much about any song. <laughs> And it's always the worst. And you're always just going through going, I, I wish they had it by artist. You know, the
3: books are always oh, yeah. there. Totally, what you need. totally. an excuse. <laughs> I don't even know
0: why they have books anymore. Everything is streaming. Like, you could just... Boy, in our day of karaoke, yeah. really. you had to Someone look through would have a book. To crank the wheel and yeah. projected light through the. So you so had, so had to stand way. inside a zoetrope? And yeah. that dinosaur bird would put his beak in, yeah, yeah. and that's how you'd hear the music. <laughs> that's, right. yeah. that's right, it's changed yeah. a lot. You also pulls tail when it was time it's It's a stop. living. Yep, it's also changed a lot. Um, so these are my personal connections, my somewhat personal connections to all of you. Uh, we can certainly talk about the conjuring, but first, I want to talk to you for a second about. Are you doing a MacGyver movie? Is that happening? Oh, my God. Please. Oh, man.
4: Um, I think I was.
3: Oh, yeah. that was
4: future past. I, yes. I, um, that was a project I was very passionate about, but then, um, then um, something came along, and I think has uh, now been pushed, pushed aside. Couldn't
0: you, using whatever tools you could find in the pitch room, put it together and save the MacGyver room? Because that feels appropriate. No, just just
4: because uh, the next gig I'm on is um, going to take up so much of my time, and I don't have time to uh, to spend on
0: it. Would that be the seventh sequel to Fast and Furious? Um, that could possibly it be it. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Listen, we wouldn't be mad at you with a MacGyver cameo in that. I'd be like,
3: <laughs> about time. <laughs> but I think
0: I think James is. I think James maintains that. Um, the Jigsaw Killer is basically like Dark MacGyver.
4: <laughs> I mean, I joke about that. I joke that um, you know when people were like, wh- "Why is James doing MacGyver?" It doesn't make sense. And I'm like, "Well, l- look at it. I uh, I built an entire villain movie, horror movie villain franchise around my love for MacGyver, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I do. I love the character. I grew up with MacGyver, and uh, and and I despise the fact that uh, he has now become somewhat of a joke to a lot of people. And I want it to." Um, Reboot MacGyver and do like a, can I, you know, like a, a, a fun but yet serious take on the guy, and uh, and and my version would be slightly a bit different to the TV version.
0: So he's the bad guy. The Phoenix Foundation goes after him, right? Come on. He's the bad guy. Well, I'm making your version. <laughs> he's the villain. He's, he's got a, the Phoenix yeah. Foundation has to go after him. Yeah, he's sort of like a born, like he's sort of like a born identity. Maybe MacGyver is like a born identity thing. Um, and there are a bunch of different... Just make a Born sequel. That's all we want. No, no,
4: no. But no okay, I, I guess I can talk about it now since I'm not doing it. But, uh, but my version was I really wanted to embrace a really... I wanted to do a really geeky, nerdy action hero. And that's who he was going to be in my version. He was going to be an MIT dropout. Um, he was supposed to be a guy who's really like delving into all these tech nerdy stuff that we all love, but uh, but he uses these low tech approach to fight against this really these very high tech terrorists.
0: I, it. A- I think MacGyver was essentially the closest thing to an American version of the Doctor from Doctor Who that right. that, that, that we had really? Basically,
4: yeah. And he, I guess he was, well, he was Where's more the of a time travel? scout
0: <laughs> well okay there's yeah, a big he, piece of that he's working know how
3: <laughs> he's making it out of gum yeah.
0: <laughs> I just want to see in the next Fast and the Furious uh, Vin Diesel wakes up in a junkyard with a bear trap on his head and he's like you know why you're no warrior here you have to incorporate some type of horror element to the next Fast and the Furious movie. Yep, we'll see. All right, <laughs> good. Jason Statham has been Saw the whole time. He's been <laughs> oh, That'd be awesome. Um, so, Ron, how did, you guys, how did you guys get involved with the movie? Did you know James before, or what was the... How did you guys get involved?
4: Ron didn't know of me, but I, 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 I'm such a big fan of Ron and Lily's work, and so that was, that was how I kind of... I, I, I pushed in that direction.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, any time that, that uh, something comes to you, and, and, you know, I'd seen Insidious... Uh, so I already saw James, what James and Patrick were up to, and I just I thought it was great. I thought, it, uh, especially uh, all the kind of Hitchcock elements that nobody had really been doing that suspense stuff for a while. I feel like the pace of the genre has just gotten faster and brighter and louder, and, and a little more shock to it. And this flipped it on its ear and went back to like just a really slow, uh, and then as terrifying, you know. As you could be with just painting a guy's face red, uh, I was like, "This is this is going to be really great." Well, it's kind of fun because you—it was—it almost seemed like, "All right, I did
0: saw. Now I'm going to do the exact opposite kind of suspense movie." Right. And so, for you as a as a director, even though you've done a lot of horror, obviously you don't just do that. But is that sort of how you you go? Well, I've done this kind of subgenre and this subgenre. Is it just for you, just sort of playing around with the palette well, of horror I- stuff?
4: I think over the years people uh, have kind of lumped the uh, the sequel, uh, the Saw sequel of the first one. Um, with the first Saw film, I was a, was such a huge fan of like the suspense. I, I think even from my very first movie, I'm a big fan of tension and suspense. And uh, and I've always said the first movie actually isn't a very gory movie at all. I mean, I played so much of it off camera. And so when I became known as the grandfather of torture porn. I, <laughs> There was a part of me that thought, yeah, this is kind of cool. But then, there's a, <laughs> <laughs> but, then, uh, but then there was another part of me that uh, kind of really disliked it as well. So I kind of had this love-hate relationship with that label um, because I felt it really, it really pigeonholed me and put me in a box that I um, wasn't comfortable with. Um, I, I felt that um, that I was, you know, as a filmmaker, I was more than just that. And and I really dislike it when, you know, lazy journalism would just use that um, as a derivative way to kind of put, you know my work down or whatever right and so uh, so I really made a very conscious de- decision to um you know to you know, try to get out of it to go make a little action film. you know, not many people saw that despite the fact that I really love making it um so I was still known as the, the horror guy, and so I thought well, since I'm known as the uh, scary movie guy, I thought I'll do something that's. V- that's different to what everyone expect of me. And, uh, and that's why I went back to a classic haunted house ghost story.
0: It's interesting that just what can happen with the unintentional results. Like when you do one thing and then people right. go, but oh, that's your thing. you right. go, no, it was just the thing that I did. You, right. People must quote the shit out of Office Space to you all the time.
3: Still? Yeah, it's it, you know, and it's not it's not terrible, uh, you know. <laughs> like it's kind of great. You throw the touchdown in the you know the state championship game, and all the rest of your life, people are like, "I remember that touchdown." Right. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> like it's not a, there are worse things in the world. Yeah, you know? right, exactly. Um, yeah, it's but I think uh, I, I think sometimes it's not only a disservice to, but people forget uh, the nuances of the the thing itself, you know. Um, and it's 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 fun to grow and change and, and yeah. try different things.
4: You know, I I, uh, I saw a tweet from uh, Scott Derrickson uh, that I thought was really cool. He said that uh, he said that uh, you know a lot of today sort of you know upcoming filmmakers or actors actresses right are uh, afraid of being typecast. But typecasting is just a way of being branded, and uh, and having a brand is not a bad thing at all. And so I was like,
1: okay, that's pretty
4: cool. That's a good way of looking at it.
0: Well, it's not, but I think also in people's minds and the audience's minds. Especially now with the amount of data that we're asked to uh, process, that people just have room for a one-dimensional image of something, where they'll right. go, "That's that guy. That's that right. movie. That's what he does. That's a you know." And someone yeah. really has mm-hmm. to make the effort to deep dive and go, oh, there are so many... Uh, I mean, it's more rewarding when you do. Yeah,
4: yeah, no, I mean, it, it's part of the society we live in right now, which is, you know, everything, especially in making movies in Hollywood, right? It's uh, it, it's all, it's, you know, it's all about seeing what's on the surface and kind of go, okay, so you do that really well. We think that's all you're really good at. Um, but, uh, but, you know, then it's up to you as an artist to try and prove that you can do more than that. And I think part of that challenge is cool. Wouldn't you say?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think to, uh, in general... We just get information faster, and we're making faster snap judgments on things. Right. Um, You know, you used to be you'd you'd wait for Dan Rather to tell you what's going on, and now you've got the crawl and the the graphic and you know three talking heads, and you're just grabbing now you get anonymous
4: on Twitter telling you uh, stuff (laughs) happening in real time. Yeah. Well, (laughs)
0: because we're all we're all of the age where we had a we had a good chunk of our lives with no interconnectivity, and now on the other side as well, and obviously for the most part I think, ah, you know, it's better, it's better that we're all, but there's definitely some of those times where you go, boy, wouldn't it have been great to just make a thing, and then you never hear about it again from people, and
3: then move yeah. on to the next thing? I mean, I think it's a, what, where you really see it is, the problem is it infects the whole genre, where people now, when they go see a horror movie, they're like, well, I already know what it's going to be, I know what's going to happen. Like, I don't even want to see a movie that's not based on a TV show where I already know all the characters, I know their names, I know what the plot's going to be, and I know how it's going to end. And there's you lose something by that. You lose the element of surprise, and I'm going to sit down in, in a theater, and, and I don't know what's going to happen. Exactly why I didn't see Lincoln. Yeah, because you knew the end. <laughs>
4: oh,
0: like, Spoiler exactly. alert. He dies.
3: <laughs> right. Sorry, you guys.
4: Did you watch Titanic and
3: go, don't tell me what happens yeah. at the end? <laughs> Inglorious uh, Bastards on the other there end. There you go. Yeah. You didn't see that one coming. You think you know. No,
0: with Titanic, it's just like, get to the end. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I just want to see the fucking ship break in half. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He loves her. He drew, <laughs> drew a picture of her naked. Fine, 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 fine. <laughs> Down goes the band. And really, that movie... It was just all about the last 10 minutes, like all the setup. It was one of the genius things about it. It was just like, oh, you know it's coming the entire time. Lily, what do you, since you've, what was your first movie? 80?
1: Yeah, 80, uh, Mystic Pizza 80. I wasn't drinking age, so... Getting it from other people, nineteen or something.
0: <laughs> now, can you be convicted of a crime for admitting that on a podcast? Well, Connecticut, Connecticut does have the blue laws, so maybe you might. Maybe is that you're from Connecticut? No, but that's Mystic. Oh, that's where Mystic Pizza was in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, I don't know if it necessarily. <laughs> shot No, Matt, because just because a movie says it's in a town doesn't mean it shoots in no, that I'm town. Sure they did right? shoot
1: in Connecticut. Yeah, <clears> yeah I know you shot in
0: yeah. Connecticut. Yeah,
1: in yeah. Mystic. Yeah. God <laughs> damn it! All, All right, right
0: fine. Um, you're from Chicago, right. right? Did you grow up in the uh, suburbs? You, you grew up in the suburbs. Yeah. Chicago has an amazing theater culture. Were you part of that?
1: Yeah, Pivens, the Pivens. I mean, like you know, Steppenwolf. They were a little older than us, yeah. And so, i um, sort of missed that boat. But um, the Pivens, you know, were just like totally nurtured, and they were they were my family.
0: Would if you would you have been happy? Do you think just to stay in Chicago and do theater the whole time?
1: Well, except I got my equity card at, at 19, and the union was sort of tough. And they told me they'd take my card away if, if I was if I was caught doing non-union stuff. And there was 120 non-union houses and 20 union, and all the good stuff was non-union. So I was like, "Fuck you!" And I had to go to New York because the equity's not as strict there. So that's right. why I left Chicago was because for the theater. Oh wow, that's wow. really interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then when you when you got to New York, what? What happened? What did you start? Did you? I did a Richard
1: Foreman play. I did a play. Uh, he's one of the Vanguard avant-garde guys. Richard Foreman, Worcester Group came after Richard Foreman, and it was the perfect way to go in. Yeah. With a really out there play, it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it was just perfect with a little bit of money in my pocket. You know what I mean?
0: That's great. Yeah. That's great. And then, so means- when you started working in film. Uh, did you miss theater at all, or because it's just such a different? It's
1: just. Such I a do different both, and that's why I went to New York because because you can do you know if you make a little bit of money on the film or do a voiceover, mm-hmm. then you can do your theater. So I would do theater, film, theater, film, theater, film. You have an amazing voice. Thanks. What was your? I let's the word out. <laughs> <laughs> I just lost a little voiceover contract. You what? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Who do we have to go after? Liberty Mutual.
0: Oh shit! Uh... No, don't say it. Now you're
1: doing it. <laughs> Giamatti got it, and Paul's great. Oh, that's yeah. all right. Good <laughs> good
0: friend, Did you lose fun. another job to Paul Giamatti? <laughs> I mean, you guys. Oh. Scalping it. Mm-hmm. You were this close to John Adams, and that fucking guy <laughs> yeah. swoops in and takes it again. Oh, you're actually not male. Um, but uh, uh, that, I, I love that you didn't hesitate to go with Liberty Mutual. <laughs> like, well, I don't
1: that's know if I should uh, I don't know if I should <laughs>
0: <laughs> We need to find a rival financial institution and then put you That's right. on on top of that. Date
1: farm? I don't All know. I'll stay. I'll stay. Oh, that other guy has it. Guy, oh, yeah. that. <laughs> that, that 24
0: guy, the president <laughs> right, of 24. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Obama. what's his name? Uh, day. Uh, it because of the D. David. David. Uh, David right? Yeah, something. I forget. Yeah, the guy who was in um uh the oh it was the military show that was really popular. 24. No, not 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 just 24. No. Yeah. Oh. he then went over to some sort yes, of NCIS. Yes, one of those. Uh, Jack oh. situation. Oh, that guy. Look at us. One of those. a cbs we don't need to remember things anymore you guys we carry an external hard drive with us that has all of the sum total of human information
1: unlike the memory palace we don't (laughs) (laughs) we don't
0: ever have to remember anything ever again does it freak you out
1: yes did you hear about that book walking with einstein just about memory and how our memories change. He started out because he realized it's all in a hard drive now, and so what's happening to our memories? So he went back to the Greeks because yep. they memorized everything because wow. the hard drive was in the brain, right. and it's, it's really great actually. It's it's deep. It's not just like there's because memory is who we are. It's it's anyways. I love the book. Please keep going. Yeah. Walking sounds... with Einstein. It's fantastic. I wonder
0: what that. Real estate in our brains is being used for now since we're not memorizing anything anymore. Just porn. waiting, <laughs> lots of porn, <laughs> lots of porn. Do you think? I'm kidding. Literally, I, I almost just, said the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just memorizing porn websites. Yeah, why well, oh, right. porn websites? Uh, we just private dra- browsing, buddy. You don't want a, that in your history. Which is a drag
1: because it's like data takes up a lot more megabytes in the as opposed to if it was just words text isn't as much as images so it's a real drag because then you really like
0: lost some space do you like technology are you a technology person oh you do yeah what's your favorite gadget or device
1: well um (laughs) you know like I mean I'm an Apple girl I'm a Mac girl so you know like I mean what I mean yeah I mean I like what's my I guess like my iPhone right now but
0: is there anything in particular is there a device that you wish you had
1: no not really (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Do you feel like we
0: have everything we need at this point? Kind of. Well that's how everybody doing. I mean, I want apps maybe. I guess
1: I want more content as opposed to hardware. Right. Like there's more things I'm interested in content-wise, but hardware, like, yeah, maybe like a better like microphone for the app for the iPhone, but
0: we're maxed on we're maxed on hardware at this point. Now it's really just about what do we put in that. Yeah, probably, right? Well, I mean, there's the fantasy aspect of hardware that we could possibly have. Oh, futuristic wow. hardware. Like I'm fetishistic listening.
1: stuff? <laughs> no, no, I think he means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I meant like... like. Instead of a lightsaber, with you mean a light dildo. With right? liberty. <laughs> <laughs> With Liberty you know, Mutual, Rachel. like let's go right into yeah, Liberty Mutual. It's just like, you, mean, you mean fantasy like sci-fi fantasy. fantasy? You mean sci-fi. fantasy isn't like <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm tied no, no, up in being a biopsych
1: fantasy? No, like I bet. like whatever.
0: I, I, um, or I'm sorry, I, I, emu feathers in deference. I'm going to show coat The Nerdist. I'm talking
4: about like time, <laughs> <laughs> time traveling. I'm talking about like teleportation device, that kind of stuff.
1: Like just because that'd be cool. Phantom toll booth, like going in.
0: Real
3: holographic, like most. of Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be
0: awesome, right?
3: A all you need, really, just one holodeck. Even 3D printing is going to be pretty big. I mean, that's we have 3D that 3D printing is so
4: scary. That's yeah, the insane. guy that made the gun? The guy
3: who made the gun? That's I'm insane. like, oh my but god, he can make anything. It wasn't a very
2: good gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was it was made from sugar good good. gun. But it was like their second uh, try. Uh, I mean, I you mean, try. You can
3: make a better gun out of like a door lock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some of the medicine stuff that like someone, a doctor saved a little kid's uh, life with a little valve they made from a 3D printer that he could only have made from a 3D printer so the gun thing like when I'm re- reading more of this great stuff that's happening I know yeah, then I know, the yes. gun like I think it balances
0: it out i not they trying to like 3D print food too yes they're I trying to 3D, 3D, wow. 3D print
4: everything 3D print structures
0: 3D print because you're using ingredients instead of whatever right. they else they use that's and so right. like you
4: yeah. use icing and sugar and stuff that's like exactly that that's exactly
3: how the replicator works on the Enterprise uh, you're welcome. wait just wait till they wow. start 3D printing 3D printers oh, oh shit that just blew my mind that's Terminator shit we're going to be overrun by printers
0: (laughs) Yes, Terminators come. They were basically (laughs) sentient 3D printers that just started replicating themselves.
1: That's a total line to a movie. That's We're being overrun by printers. That's fantastic. Can you imagine all these printers? Printnado. Yeah, printnado.
2: It's a tornado that picks up all the printers <laughs> <laughs> and then just replicates itself. Yeah, on the exactly. Yeah, I, I just Printing pitched it to sci-fi. Robot. No, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think
0: you'll totally, I think they'll totally it go for it. It comes out tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> We've already made it. Yeah, right, exactly. With some shadow Actually, puppets. they're just about finished principal photography. Yeah, that's, that's
2: good. Let's blow it up on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so many ironic views. They say the most ironic views out of any movie. Oh, Beat, Liz, and Dick? Unfortunately,
0: Sharknado did not get that many ironic views. I don't think that did kill. watch it. It did not kill. It did not. It did? It oh, did. I thought really it did. No, no. no. I, they, they were... I, I, got I got a lot of um, social network That's uh, what they I, were so saying. That they were like, oh, no, uh, it's been really big on social media. It did transfer across. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like it a watercolor thing
1: as opposed to through it, right? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it's one of those things where you hear the concept and you go, ah! Yeah. then you're like, I'm not going to give two hours yeah, of my right. life to exactly. show yeah. I want exactly. them to make a I did. Ellipse. Did
4: you? <laughs> yes. Did you watch Sharknado? <laughs> I, I said, did. I watched That's it. Cause, okay, I, I got a little story here because um, I was um, being interviewed by uh, the director of the film to actually talk about The Conjuring. I really like the guy, right? And uh, and he was telling me about the movie that he was about. He's been direct because I was uh, a while ago when I met him, he was um, finishing up a movie and then he's studying another one. So I asked him what was his latest one that he was working on. And he said, well, it's this movie for sci-fi called Sharknado. Yes. And I just went, oh my God, that is brilliant. I'm like, when that comes out, it's going to be huge. And sure enough, it was. On social media. On social, social media, media, yes. But
1: unfortunately but uh, But
4: that was really cool. Um Mm. and uh and, and you know and so it's me. <laughs> <laughs> on so me yeah, yeah it's, it's so on so me. me it's on so <laughs> me yeah 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 mm.
0: come on man get with the get with the lingo i know right so was it literally just a tornado made of sharks yes okay yes wow. it literally is what it sounds i want
1: to give it a shot <laughs> but, but but the fact that
4: tara reed and uh um, ian zirin was in it that was pretty cool yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like most of their movies were combining animals right yeah. Like they had a lot of like combining animals. Right. and Now they just had to combine an animal with a natural disaster. Right. Mammoth no.
0: quake. The earthquake made a mammoth, so yeah, they just yeah, made yeah. that one up. But it's going to yeah. be really big. Yeah, uh, yeah. A sloth
2: ellipse. Sloth ellipse. Chief slowest, <laughs> slowest
0: yeah, yeah. moving slowest Yeah. <laughs> it just. It's it moves so agonizingly yeah, yeah. slow that you fucking kill yourself because yeah. you can't. No, no, no! It's, it, like, it really it's, it's like
4: that the apocalypse eventually catches up to it. Yeah, the, whole, the whole
0: time out. it's like Michael McDonald and Austin Powers with the steamroller. <laughs> 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 Did you just say Gorilla Cane? Gorilla the Cane. A hurricane made of gorillas? Yes. Oh, that's yeah, a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go to the eye of the Gorilla Cane and yeah, you think you're safe, but then. It's so, still many more go- so many gorillas. <laughs> so many. I don't know, man. That sounds a bit derivative. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's too similar yeah, to Sharknado. Yeah. I don't know. i Even we've been oh, No, no, there. no, we've no. we have been there, done that. No, it's, you know. it's gorillas. Yeah. Gorillas. It's
2: ah. It's a yeah. whole oh, separate
0: oh, animal oh, tree. Primate, man. Wait, wait, wait. We're talking about freedom fighters? Is it You know someone would pitch that and be like. Okay, look, it's uh, a not tornado. Not gorilla. It's gorillas. Yeah. yeah. And it, a tornado is just like touches
4: one place, but a
0: hurricane.
4: <laughs> this this is a scene sweat out of Captain Ron. Do you guys remember Captain Ron? Yes, when, of uh, course. So he, yeah, he yeah. goes. Uh, he goes. Oh, and, and, Ron. and watch out for gorillas. And he walks and he gets um, hijacked and he gets like uh, uh, Martin Short. I think it's Martin Short, it's right? Martin Short. Yeah. 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 And, he, and he gets hijacked. He comes back. He goes. You said gorilla. You didn't <laughs> say gorilla. Big
2: difference, big difference. <laughs> well, Kurt Russell, right? Kurt, Kurt, Russell, Russell? Yeah, Kurt Russell,
0: he was Captain Ron. Yeah. He was Ron. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> love that Who's guy. the dad?
2: now? was that Charles Grodin?
0: I want to say Charles Grodin. Let's
3: just say that it was, and then let the it internet correct us. Mm-hmm. It, it should have wasn't. been Charles Grodin. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Have you ever have looked at Charles Grodin? Grodin? I, I love Charles Grodin. I've never met him. I've never gotten to work with him. Uh. But
1: yeah, do you have a yeah. favorite
4: Charles Grodin film?
1: Heartbreak Kid, Rosemary's Baby.
0: Oh, Rosemary's Baby. Real life.
1: Real life yeah. is pretty
3: fucking great. Yeah, Dalbert Brooks movie? He's pretty great in Ishtar, too. <laughs> He's pretty that's great right. in everything. He's great in everything. I'm sorry, what'd you... Ishtar.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry. What was that? Which was the one with um,
4: uh, Steve Martin? Which is Martin? actually pretty The Steve
3: Martin one. one way? Oh, the Lonely Guy? The Lonely Guy. The Lonely
0: Guy yes, is I great. I love yeah. The Lonely Guy. He's ishtar. in Dave. I forgot he was in Dave. Why didn't we all yeah. just say Beethoven second?
3: I no. <laughs> ishtar, I, I don't think Listen, Ishtar... Uh, you say, this guy, He can't, he's saying what's on my mind, I'm saying what's on his mind. I don't think Ishtar was as bad as people... Ishtar's a better movie than
0: it gets credit for. I think what happened really funny. That was the thing, is that it was... Supposed to be, it was like yeah. you know a post Tootsie Dustin Hoffman more. In, it was supposed to be a huge post Tootsie, uh, yeah. and then it was, it was the errors of humanity. <laughs> well, I mean, just I mean, it was huge. I mean, just taking out taking some of the biggest box office sure. movies and then sort of putting uh, like picking people from those, and, and it was supposed to be huge, and it didn't do great. I think by today's standards, it probably actually did okay.
4: Yeah, I mean, what it, would you it compare a, to yeah, today's
0: to, the, to like a movie from today?
4: What, Ishtar? Yeah, Ishtar. Like, in terms of, it was kind of badly perceived back then, but when you look back at it, it wasn't too bad, you know, financially. It kinda, you know, yeah. know,
3: it was one of those movies where it was, uh, it was expensive. Right. So before they even finished shooting, everybody was piling on right, what a bomb yeah. it was going to be. Uh, which is like what they were doing with Titanic before it came out. They were right. like, This thing's gonna lose so much money.
0: Right. And then it made all of them all money. the money. There was no money left. There was nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then Cameron was like a billion dollars. I'll do that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess the
4: show to not bet against Cameron.
0: Yeah. Let's, yes. let's, if we take away anything from today, guys? Don't bet against James Cameron. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And do you, that, as a as a director, is that sort of fun to watch, where someone, where everyone's like, "You're gonna fail. You're gonna fail." Oh, you just made a billion dollars. Is it sort of like? Does it teach you anything in terms of stick to your vision, stick to what you want to do? yeah,
4: no, I think it definitely does. you know you need to uh have your conviction and, and stand by it um, i think uh you know filmmaking is really hard and but you know but I also believe in be- being responsible as well i think you know I think budget in today's sort of filmmaking climax is
3: getting kind
4: of out of control, and i uh you know uh, as i say as I, as I move into a very, very big film.
0: But uh, but I think you know but that's something I'm very mindful of. Well, um, I think it's I think it's uh, it's very easy to say like oh why don't people just make you know five million dollar movies and then right. and, and they go well because you can't really make a 5 million dollar movie, you make a 5 million dollar movie just for the movie and then it's 25 million dollars to market the thing. Right, right. So it's actually a 30 million dollar movie which then you know like it's actually a much more complicated business than I think people realize. Yeah, yeah. And no, people and people spend 100 and 150 million dollars because that's really the that's up in the ether where you can stand to make shit tons of money.
4: Right, I mean, I mean, people don't realize that to market a big film these days, it, it costs between fifty to one hundred million just to market a film on its
0: own. It's 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 insane. Um, Where does that money go? Bus ads. That's it. does <laughs> it. Go to, bus, ad. to bus ads. It all goes to bus ads. Yeah. I mean, it must it's go to bus ads, but I can never
4: it, figure it, it out. goes to those banners above your social media Facebook page. Yeah, uh,
3: no.
4: TV commercials. <laughs> <laughs> the TV commercials. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's. Uh, I mean, it's you know,
0: doing shows like. Like this one. This cost. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Twenty-five
2: million dollars.
0: What? uh, What's the one thing that you learned about the business side of the film? Like, you're a director. You want to just create things. But what's the businessy stuff that you had to learn along the way that maybe is that you like or you don't like?
4: I um, I think the biggest learning curve I've learned from when I started this ten years ago um, is that. but di- directing it's not just filmmaking so much of it is politics um, polit- politics plays such a big part on um the films you get how you get your films how it gets marketed um you know who believes in it how how it gets championed, all that kind of stuff it's kind of knowing um how that whole world works uh, with um with how far you can kind of like progress your career i mean like it's kind of sad to say that talent enough talent on its own is kind of not enough yes <laughs> you kind of need to understand how the business works. And, you know, it's, uh, I hate to uh, refer to this, but it's true. It's, it's called show business.
0: I guess that's true. It's not called show show, right? That would be really weird if it were called that. <laughs> it would be straight. It sounds like a Japanese TV show. Show, show. Uh, it'll be long, like... No, it would
4: be longer than that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: happy, happy show, show, bright, bright.
0: <laughs> How, uh, that was almost a Ren and Stimpy reference. It was. You were like a half a centimeter away from a Ren and Stimpy I reference. A, I'm a big Stimpy fan. Ren you are a Ren, Ren, Ren and Stimpy fan? fan? Yes. Did you get it? You're from Perth, right? I'm from Australia, yes. But you're not from, you're from. I did. I grew up in Perth. Yes. Just isolated way out on the West Coast.
4: It is. huh? you know your uh, geography in Australia.
0: I do know. I've been to Australia before. Yeah, I know that yeah. the center that Australia is essentially a cultural donut. Nothing inhabits the center of the continent.
4: Uh, f- uh, you mean phys- physical, physically, geographically, a donut? Yeah. You mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a donut. Not, not philosophically, a donut. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, it's, it doesn't <laughs> suck you in. There's a hole missing in the middle of the planet. Um, <laughs> that hole is New Zealand. It's a donut hole on
2: the <laughs> oh. side. <laughs> Philosophically,
0: Australia. You get it is for free when you get in Australia. It is a donut. It's a delicious place. It's sweet. It's, the people are nice. It's cool. Australia's great. Oh. Did you grow up in. Uh, so you grew up a little bit. In Portland,
4: I, grew, I grew up in Australia, in Australia and then, uh, you know, in, in my younger years. And then, then I moved to the eastern states, you know, where I went to. Uh, um, not many people know this, but the ca- capital city of Australia is not Sydney. It's Canberra. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Good
0: stuff. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm. <laughs> So what do I win? Uh,
2: yeah.
4: you win my admiration. An, uh,
0: an Aussie flag or something? <laughs> some do I get the? Uh, and but, I also uh... know that the two animals on the on the Australian flag, uh, uh... The, the emu and the kangaroo, because neither one of those can go backwards.
3: That what? just blew my mind.
0: Wow, you that didn't know just that. Blew my mind that the animals can never. I think they're on you. Well, they're not on the the flag. Like has they, basically they, they, they're the. They're on the um, the seal. coat of arms. They're on the coat of yeah, arms. Yeah, the flag arms. is yeah. the is yeah. the, the constellation. But the uh, emu and the kangaroo. Yes, but but they, those two animals were picked not only because they're indigenous, but also they they lack the ability to go backwards, which says that Australia is constantly moving forward.
3: That's great. Isn't but, that nice? But uh, uh, or aren't if they, they a lot of animals? They run into each other, they're just stuck. <laughs> yeah, stop.
4: Walking at each other. <laughs> then
3: then it's, it's just a stare on the story.
4: The, they, they, they the center of Australia is right.
3: filled <laughs> with emu. <Yeah. laughs> they're just, just, just staring stuff. at kangaroos. <laughs> they're, they're
0: just emu? You know, kangaroo? <laughs> Good to see you. Can I ask you
4: this? Oh, you I Can a cow move backwards?
0: I... Think maybe it can move backwards a little bit. I don't know if it's great for a not coat of fast arms. enough, which is why we have delicious steak. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you like that ribeye? It's amazing. Uh, yeah. No, I I went to school in Canberra as well. I went to high school in Canberra, and then I went down to uh, Melbourne for university, and that was where I met my uh, my buddy uh, Lee Winnell. Um, and uh, and when we were in film school, we uh, we, um, we, we we never did uh, the things that we were asked to do. All we wanted to do was uh, make genre films, make a little scary movie, a uh, little sci-fi robot films, uh, which that were pretty crap. But uh, but they were fun to do. And uh, and you know um, during that those period, we uh, we wrote our first script, which was Saw.
0: You're pretty much like the Maverick and Goose of uh, Oh no, of which, one's <laughs> yeah, well, which one's Goose? Yeah, which one? I don't know. Goose? Well, Lee's not here, so we'll make him Goose. Oh, no, that's
2: kind of shitty. Goose well, dies. dies. That's just kind of mean. He's, he's not here really to defend man. himself
0: to be Goose. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he was married to um... Goose dies and then he starts bleeding green so you find out he's a robot. Oh. That's shit. what I took away that's from it. That's what It's shit. not transmission flu. Right. Jet. Um so obviously as a film as a director as a writer, you you know, you can you can always be doing something, even if you're not actually shooting a film. You can be writing a film. You can be, as, as actors, do you ever feel like, oh. Yeah, it's mm. called theater. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh. <laughs> no, theater's great, but, but it's not like you can just go act if you feel like oh, it's, it's. It's awful. Yeah, when you're not working, but you still have the thing, you of still
3: course, want to do stuff all the time. Of course, nothing when the
1: creative energy goes back. We talk about going backwards. It's like one of the worst things when it backs up on you and it doesn't have a forward motion. It's awful.
3: I kind of like it. <laughs> 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 I, just, I like free time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. It's, uh, it's. I have a slower fuse for it, so I think six months have to go by before I start getting antsy. Uh, my wife's different. I think my wife's like you. She. She's. I like of... free
1: time, just not more than a year or two. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot. No,
1: I love free time, but I, I think that it's for me, it's harder. Yeah, it's like, hey, want to go act? Yeah. Let's go act together. No, it doesn't work like you can't. There's not much you can do. So you have to find other ways to be creative. That's all. So you have to get inventive.
0: Yeah, and you've done all t- both of you. You've done all types of movies: small indie films, big budget films. Is there? Is there a? Is there a a fundamental difference that makes you like one or the other more
1: well yeah but she i think james is a perfect example for like Have you can have a lot of money and you can still be an auteur it was like an independent movie working on the conjuring and yet it was 20 million dollars right. right so, so the craft it,
0: services was better
1: y- yeah but like it doesn't matter it really if, if you know if you if the if the person in charge is creative it doesn't matter mm-hmm. it, i mean and collaborative the problem with the big movies is the, the, the lines of demarcation start getting strong, and there's a lack of collaborativeness right. that happens. You get a lot of
3: cooks from the money people because right. yeah. there's more money at stake. So you have a lot of suits kind of sitting around the monitor. And they have all the time in the world to get it the really bad way that they want it. So you'll end up there. On a, on a small <laughs> movie with no money, there's a lot more trust in you to just... Because we're only going to get two or three takes, so yeah. it's you do it kind of. But they could have been on James. And...
1: But I feel like James knows how to. Pro- I, I I'm talking about in the third person. I feel like he knows how to protect himself. He surrounds himself with just the right money people. The Rob Cohen I thought was a fantastic producer. He
2: was a great totally producer. Totally had James's
1: back. I had no idea Rob was working for New Line. He was so good. I thought he was independent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't know he right. was from a studio. Yeah. And I think I think James is. I just think. I think, I think, I think, I think. I think, I think it, I'm so excited to see what James does because I think he's going to just keep proving all these things wrong. Fast and furious can be deep. Do you know? <laughs> who knows? It could have emotional depth. You know, who know that you could have that much money and still, like, even Terry Gilliam fell into problems with Baron Munchausen. He even said, "Oh, it was so much better when I just had coconuts for
3: spaceships."
1: (laughs) You know, but Baron Munchausen, you could see Terry; he just got, he he got into such a. I still love that
0: movie so much. It's
1: it's great, but, but, but you could see there was times when I felt the money sort of. it
0: down. That's such an interesting idea too, because yeah, I mean, he spent so much of his early career, the majority of the early part of his life, just having to work under these incredible budget constraints. And then, so what do you do when someone's like, here's a hundred million dollars. Like it's almost, I mean, it does, It sort of weirdly hampers creativity. Don't don't you think?
1: Totally. Unless like, I feel like, you know, how you're going to spend the money and you're going to be like, you know what? I really don't need that extra. So just take that and put that somewhere else, because...
4: Right, right. I mean, I I hope so, because, I mean, a lot of times, um, these big films, they come with their own process, right? I mean, they, they come with, like, you know, um, you know, especially going into um, something like this one, it's uh, it's such an established world already that I'm coming to play in, and so hopefully, you know, I can get in there and do my thing as well. Which they seem um, to
1: hire you for, right? Right, right. I mean,
4: you like to think that's the case, um, but... Um, but you know but that's part of the fun I think that's part of the challenge as well you know um, knowing to kind of how to navigate that world uh, but but Lily is right um, with um, with conjuring um, it's we were very fortunate to have a studio that really believed in us you know uh, um, really believed in us and let us kind of um, um make the film we wanted to make but having said that they they were very involved um, from a creative standpoint as well and and like I gotta say, like the notes I would get and the, the ideas that I would get, they would never force it on me, but they'll just pass it on to me, like just fellow collaborators, and they were really good. They were like really good stuff. I know this sounds, you know, it sounds like I'm doing my EPK. I'm not. I, I I've I've been through sort of like um, tough filmmaking experiences as well. This is not one of them. And um and I think um I think the final product kind of shows, you know, that um that we were we had the studio resources to back us up, but yet we also had the independence of our creativity. You know, like like you would have on an indie movie mm-hmm.
3: um, on this film as well. So it's a great blend of both high tech and low tech. I mean, the the, the high tech is there when we needed it. Right. The crane's there when we needed it. But the pra- it's like the old school sort of practical effects that's stuff great. and the Texas oh, switch no. stunt work. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of stuff. We it's fun.
4: Yeah. Everybody loves no, it. No, we we, we had know, the best of both worlds awesome. anyway. on that film. On this film,
0: and you work with, you work with a lot of really great actors. Besides these guys, like Patrick Wilson, who's fucking awesome. Yeah, and, Patrick. And Vera, whose name last name I can never pronounce. Is it Farming? Famiga. Famiga.
1: Oh. Right? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? I thought it was Farmiga, but thank I you. I put the R in there,
4: but I, yeah. Famiga, yeah. I, I think it's, I could be wrong. I don't know.
1: Vera. Yeah. We'll just call her Vera. Yeah.
0: Hey, it's Vera, Vera. F. You're like, you're just trying to yeah. dodge whenever she comes right. in.
4: Oh, it's
2: this lady!
4: <laughs> you no, are good! I, I, I gotta say, you know, like, I, I was extre- I'm i extremely fortunate with The Conjuring, you know, to have gotten such great actors like these guys, and, and Patrick and Vera, you know, besides Ron and Lily as well. Um, because, you know, as a director, you know, Spielberg said it best, he said that... Um, that um half your uh, half your directing is done by who you cast in your film and so uh so i felt that uh that you know like i had such great actors with me on this movie and uh, and you know and having their input um, when we were filming as well just really elevate the movie to a different level um you know and and i've been seeing it you know in reactions right now uh you know um what you know, if people have issues with the movie, one of the things they would definitely have n- not have issues with the film is the performances in the film, and, uh, and that was all across the board, even down to the little kids that we have in the film as well. The little girls were amazing. Oh, the, did you guys mm-hmm. not say?
0: Yeah. especially yeah. the little girl who I mean, obviously, I don't want to give too much away, but there's the one little girl, like the first time yeah. she sees, she's the one that wakes up, right? She's Joey King, she Joey. was really an,
1: awesome. Joey's Fantastic. amazing, yes, yeah. yeah. She's oh. huge. I mean, she has like two million, t- like 200,000 Twitter followers. She's huge. Total, total she's actor. already. I mean, she's fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I, I'm I, I
4: remember when like I started, when she started yeah. following me,
1: I'm like, oh my God, you have way more followers like 20, than I do. She has 200,000 followers. <laughs> she's fantastic. She's, what's great <laughs> about Sony. Joey is she really so On Somi. On Somi. She's
0: got 200,000 Twitsomies.
1: But she she's she's really cares about acting. That's why she's going to be fine. Yeah, you know, she's but, but she's her. also
4: what I love about her is um, she's really great, um, you know, uh, in terms of an actor, but she's just a kid still. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, and, you know, that's testament to the parents as well, you know, for keeping her a child and, totally. and you know, enjoying, you know, what it's like to still be a kid. Um so. No.
3: <laughs> Let's hope. I got my fingers crossed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourself. This is a Charlie, conversation please. someone had on the set of The Parent Trap.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: oh it. my goodness. Oh my goodness. Wow.
3: Yeah. Listen, she'll be fine yeah, as long right. as her parents
0: are stable.
2: Oh, oh shit.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh no. It's, uh, it's kind of a fucked up. Like, the like... Young people acting, it's so much that like, you just keep your fingers crossed that the parents are, are cool right, and not right.
3: psychopaths who put their kids uh, right. in the entertainment business. Yeah. Well, and the parents, I think they really have to have a good boundary for everybody else because it's everybody else that comes in and, and sees the dollar signs and wants mm. to k- kind of bleed the kids dry. Yeah. I think the parents have to be really good at saying, no, you know, we're done. Get away from my kid.
0: Who uh, was it? was just was something on Reddit. I think maybe it was uh, the actor uh, Jackie Coogan. That he had earned yes. like million. $68 million and his, his mother spent it. I don't know how back then you spend $68 million. Yeah. I mean, that's gotta be worth like three or 400 million now. She was just enacting Brewster's million. She was like, It was it all. A she basically spent it, it all on his, on his 21st <laughs> birthday. <laughs> and on his 21st birthday, or when he got older or whatever, she was like, Yeah, you weren't supposed to get that money. Hmm. I'm your parent. I take the money. Now you're an adult. You can go make whatever money you want.
4: Right, but but because of that particular incident, right, that they, 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 um a new law was introduced. Yes. the law was introduced. Um, right, that became um, that protected the kids. That the parents have to put a certain amount of money aside for the kids for when they grow up. They can use that. Right. One for you,
0: ten million. <laughs>
1: right, for right, me. Right. Two for
0: you, twenty million for me.
1: Three for you.
0: Would you, uh, would you want your Do you have kids, Lily? Mm hmm. Do, you, do you, you have kids too, right? I have a 10 week old daughter. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yes. You're going to put her in a movie? This Probably not. No, you don't look no. nearly as tired as
3: you should. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really don't. It's <laughs> a coffee. I,
4: I'm actually curious you know, what, what would you guys do when your kids come up to you and say, uh, Mom, Dad, I want to act
3: in <laughs> movies? Uh, well, if they're speaking, then you've already waited a, a little bit of time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's like any other full time job. Because it can be a full-time job, and you right. know, there's a lot of hours to it. I, I don't know. I, I think there's if you want to act, there's there are school plays to be in, right. and there's you know.
4: Right, because I mean, you know, it, it's really fascinating for me because um, you know, um, you know, you guys are very successful at what you do, but but you guys have seen how hard it is to get here as well. It's not you know, it's not easy, and so um, it's kind of um, you have that mindset. You know, you have that sort of um, you know, you see the upside, and then you see the downside as well. And,
3: I think the weird thing about a, a child acting career is it sort of goes out the window uh, when you become an adult. Anyway, you have to throw that career, and then maybe you can start a new one as an adult. Right, um, that's true. So I feel like if you have to start a new one as an adult anyway, you might as well just start <laughs> as an adult. Yeah, start as an adult, and 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 have you know I mean again, there's there's exceptions in there like Ron Howard. Uh, there's people who just have right. You know, great. Know, whatever happened and, to that guy? Oh. <laughs> you know, are really well adjusted, and and uh, that's true. Yes. And I and, and Joey seems like she's going there. I know all the girls, but it's it's a scary thing. I, I I don't think personally I wouldn't bite it off. No. What about you?
1: You know, it's like whatever desire she has, but I would definitely say like when you're 18, you can then get an agent. until 18, you cannot get an agent. You cannot. <laughs> you know, if anything happens, great, but. I would say probably no, it's because who needs thing, to be like in that system? And stuff like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, like
1: I mean, my parents were like, "Sure, go audition for Bad News Bears," which was fantastic. Right? You auditioned little? for Bad News you Bears? You did, man! Holy I was, shit! The shit! I brought my mitt in. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, for
0: Tatum O'Neill, for the role uh, yeah, of Tatum O'Neill Yeah,
1: I mean, even though she probably cast, they were like, "Don't tell this little girl that she's already cast." But yeah, and like I mean, I, I had like a little scene with Gary Coleman and a little commercial I wouldn't trade that for anything.
0: You, what, you, what was your, what was your thing with, with Gary Coleman? Yeah. It was for Liberty Mutual. <laughs> it
1: was for, it's awful. It's for a cornbread commercial. What? Bad. Oh shit! Bad.
0: Oh my god! And you were in this but commercial. But he didn't
1: believe I was a girl because I looked like a boy because I was a tomboy. So he was trying to take my shirt off. We were physically. Fist- oh, it just, of course he it was. was. It's, it's a moth Are story. you sure? It's that- a moth story. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean. it's my next moth story. <laughs> oh, but for really, the moth. Yeah. yeah, for the moth. I've already done one. I'm going to do Yeah, I think it's Scary Corn. I think you got it.
3: Sponsored by Liberty (laughs) Mutual.
2: I also like the idea that cornbread needed a commercial.
1: Well, (laughs) honey, honey, on so many levels. And like, he was so sick of cornbread, he would take these breaks. Obviously, because I stop eating this cornbread. And so when we go out and play, Anyways, long story, but anyways, yeah. Playing
0: where he pinned you down and tried to pull your In shirt off. House. Right, right, yeah, right, of course. yeah. i yeah, i like, yeah.
1: flat anyway, playing. so you're not uh, going to learn uh, that way like anyway, buddy. That's so cute. That, that is an amazing a story. story. That Why is, you like is it Gary creepy Coleman? to me? I don't understand. Cute dash creepy.
3: No, I know. it's. So and you worked with Gary Cole. Mm-man I was just <laughs> with Gary <Cole. laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> amazing. And you know the funny thing? You <laughs> try to
4: pin him down and take his
0: shirt off.
3: I don't believe that you're... <laughs>
0: <laughs> he tried to pull his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> how was uh, how was the Mike Judge experience? Was it was it everyone sort of coming in with their own ideas, or was he pretty? Uh... I mean,
3: the, yeah, both. That's the great thing about Mike is he's so uh, he's such a genius. Like he has his own vision, and you see it in all his movies. it's just this really twisted, kind of weird thing, but he's not persnickety about any of it he's kind of open um i thought that it'd be different because like as an animator you picture well he's got it drawn out in his head and he wants it to match that but he uh he was also a bass player so he kind of came it was a little bit like band rehearsal he's like oh all right i kind of dig what you're doing there and i don't know let's try it again and uh it was fun well Well, with mike
0: because i mean i remember watching the um I used to pre-internet days. You'd have to go to these Spike and Mike Sick and Twisted Festivals Animation, and you would see all of Mike Judge's stuff. And you know, his artwork wasn't really the strongest part of the no. animation. It was he was amazing with characters. Mm. He did the yes. best, like inbred Jed and you know, Beavis and, Beavis and Butthead were basically just two side characters
3: for this larger world that yeah. he had. It's an anti-perfectionism. He's yeah. not mm-hmm. a guy that was like, well, I can't. I can't make it because I don't draw. He was like, no, I, this is... It was sort I mean, of internet is, philosophy before the internet. Yeah. yeah, it was like mediocre is good enough. Right, get it, you know, <laughs> get it out there and That's then we'll so update fun. it. You know, we'll it's we'll, so we'll patch it later. Yeah,
0: because there's something about you know when things are too polished, they automatically smack of corporate involvement mm-hmm. and then people, mm-hmm. even if they don't understand why they don't trust it, they're like, hmm, I don't know, you're trying to sell me something. So when something's a little dirty and rough around the edges, it feels like, right. oh, this is... This guy just made this in Total. his room.
1: creative spirit. Yeah, really.
0: exactly. Which you see, you know, with he made it
4: in his MTV room. Yeah.
3: Wow. <laughs> well, before that, he started that yeah, stuff yeah. at home. He like went out and actually bought the a piece of equipment that's basically like a camera pointing down. Yep. And, oh, and like, box. yeah, and yeah. hand, hand drew all the stuff.
4: That's awesome.
3: You know. So it was fun. The movie. The movie. It I, was a ball. Okay, good. Yeah, I had a great time. That's what people Yay. want to know. Like, no, they they love hearing that their favorite yeah. movies were Not like that. It wasn't a struggle. Yeah, no, it was. It was. Uh, it was a blast. Yeah. Well, How was High Fidelity? It's like one of my favorite movies. I, just oh, want to I ask know, you.
1: right? Oh, I love Frears. I can't
0: believe they managed to move that from London to Chicago. Right. And make it work.
1: That was a blast, because it was also all, the, all my buddies from Chicago, yeah. so everyone had sort of that shorthand, because they'd known each other for years, and Frears, I mean, oh, Frears so is so brilliant.
0: His wife's great, too. Do people, mm-hmm. this, uh, this is sort of the same question that I asked Ron, but do people, how long did it take after say anything for people to stop mm. singing joe songs at Funny, you? Funny it
1: hasn't it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> because it because that movie sort of has stood up and then they have 20 the test of time. I mean yeah. it's, and then it's 25 year anniversary so then you had the release of that so then the song comes back again, you know, it sort of ebbs and flows and it's such a classic.
0: I mean that's that's it's one of those classic. It is a classic movie. But it was it was instantly a classic movie. I've always loved that movie. Well and
1: you know, she's based on a real person and I think that like there's something there that just has that weird, deep authenticity thing that just sort of you can't make it up. Yeah. When I talk I talked to her for the first time after we finished filming the movie and she was asking, she was talking to me about Joe. For real. What? Yes, she's like it's not all it's not made up. So I think that's also partly why that character just sort of struck a chord. You just <laughs> truth is stranger bad. than fiction. And
0: Cusack, Cusack was sort of a master at playing the the, the non stereotypical nerdy guy. Yeah, like he he always sort of played that sort of. That heady nerdy guy, without being the I push up my glasses, That's you right. know, like you, and like
1: yeah, right, and
0: yeah. Lloyd, and you know all, all those different all, all the different characters that he played throughout that. Plus, he looks great when it rains. You know, yeah. He really does yeah. every movie. He right? was a nerd nice. in Sixteen Candles. I remember he oh, was one of the two. He was one of the two geeks from yeah. uh, Sixteen That's Candles. Right. For the um, but it was such a lovely era of of, of comedies back then, and 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 a, and a movie like that which. I would say, like, probably was aimed at a younger audience, but, it, but just at a time when teen movies weren't stupid teen movies.
1: Expl- like, there was a, They had soul... Right, like Fast Times Original Ridgemont High. Yes. Right? That was right before Cameron. Of course, Cameron wrote that.
0: Yeah. Have yeah. you worked, have you worked, wh- wh- how many times have you worked with him? Just once. Yeah. Yeah. Are there other people that you, that you, uh, that you see around? You go, we should work together, but it just hasn't happened yet. Like, who, who's someone that you want to...
1: Oh, man. Um, James. Um, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I don't know. Not really. There's people that I, I, I don't know. It's sort of like when you, cro- when you meet and cross paths and it happens. You know it goes I mean? the other
3: way around too. It's like uh, it's Sadie Hawkins thing where actors don't get to ask directors out. It goes the other way around, you right. know. Like they have a thing and then they want All you. All the for actors it. are just up against the yeah, wall. Yeah, you're They're standing up against the, the wall, you <laughs> know, practicing your curtsy. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah,
1: maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Unless you're producing your own stuff, it's um, you know, and then you're picking a director as a producer rather than I think as an actor. Have, are you producing
0: any any stuff? No, <laughs> no. He <laughs> just bought. the baby.
3: You know, part of the thing is uh, about that. It's kind of the way it has to be because the story's told. The director carries the story from, you know, pre-production all the way through post. They're the ones that have to live with it. You you give a movie really a year, at least a year of your well, life. Easily, probably it, more.
4: Even on the small films like Insidious, I was like, I cannot believe I was on this for over a
3: year. <laughs> yeah. Even a, a small movie like
4: that takes a long time. As an
3: actor you can kind of swan in for
4: I'm always envious of actors that you know, actors can come in, do a project and they move on to the next one and the next one in a period of a year, like in a period of me making one movie, like I see my active friends, they would have like done four or five different projects and I'm like And they all had the rock in it,
0: which is weird. (laughs) (laughs) But as a director you have to essentially be the encyclopedia for you're basically the master of that world and that universe and for an actor you kind of get to come in and just be this one element of that which is nice directing just it truly directing sounds awful to me like it sounds like you are uh, you have to know the answer to everything yeah, you do at all times and you are the you are the the end point for everything it all comes back to you in some way or
3: another
4: yeah you do and and you just have to make sure that uh you know that you have answers and a lot of times you don't necessarily have the answers to give people but uh you just have to play like pretend like you have <laughs> that's part of the trick as well is uh i always say uh part of directing is uh is uh, is you know uh is how well you kind of hide that you don't know what the hell you're doing
3: i well, remember a story and i don't remember the i don't remember the director but somebody they were, they were doing a, a piece on him and uh our, our department came and said uh we need to know which of these two chairs to use and he looks at it and he goes oh that one and and the interviewer was like, "How did you now? How can you do that in a split second? Uh, just you know, know that that's the chair." And he's like, what, "What chair? What are you talking about?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: And
3: I think the point was sometimes they just are there to make a snap decision that doesn't they don't do you really do that have as do you do that as actors, How much do you come in?
0: You know, when you know you're you know, oh, I'm getting up. I'm going to work a shoot all day. How much do you know? Like this is what I'm going to
3: do today. And how much to, is it just? I try to, I mean, I try to do that. I, I, f- I sort of think that 95% of the um, of the preparation that you do is not because that's how you're going to do it. It's just so that you can tell yourself, I'm prepared and you don't shit your pants mm-hmm. when you go in and then try to wing it. But yeah. ultimately, I think you're always work, or I'm always trying to work on being able to just wing it as it goes and not fall out of it and go, oh, I'm winging it. You know, and the preparation just, just gets you there. Yeah, yeah
4: I, I think it's important. I think it's the same. What Ron's saying is, um, I, I think um, I I'm not a big fan of storyboards okay um I, even though i'm a very visual director i'm not a big fan because i hate the idea that everything's so locked down i like being able to come on set and be free but still have an overall mm-hmm. umbrella concept as to what you want the film to be how you want the scenes to play out you know how you want the camera the actors and all that to perform and work out but i hate the idea of being so rigid and locked in because i feel like part of what makes filmmaking fun and exciting is um, discovering it when you're on set you know mm-hmm. like when you discover things with your actors with your with your dp you know with with um, with people around you, so um, I get it when you're making a much bigger movie, like uh, you know, where there's a lot of um, CGI, there's a lot of green screen work. You need to know every single shot, every shot's pre-vised out, and uh, so I can understand from that standpoint. But uh, but if I don't have to do that, I'd rather not do that because mm-hmm. I think having the freedom to kind of discover it um, as you're going along just brings so much more to the film. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, when you're when you're acting how do you know that you're getting it? Does it feel like anything? Or does it not, does it feel like nothing? Like, how do you?
1: You know what, in some ways it really doesn't matter how I feel because I've really learned as, a, as an actor, like, I, I don't, it's, I'm just too subjective, so it's like, I, it's like especially with plays, I know that. I could, the performance, I could feel like a awful performance, then I get off and everyone's like, no, you're totally on, and I realize, you know what? I'm just not the one to ask, especially if there's complicated stuff with the character. How's that not gonna bleed over? Let's say the character's really sad for two hours. How is that not, how I'm not going to be a little bit sad thinking about my performance? Do you know what I mean? Right. right. So it's just like, right. I'm not the one to ask. I just try to just be as open as I can to show up the best that I can and maybe talk to myself the next day about it. Maybe after we've had some sleep and then we can constructively look at what happened. Do you know what I'm saying? Are
0: we the worst judges of our own work? Do you think?
1: I think our input's interesting, but I think we need more input than just ourselves so I might feel shitty about a take but I, or a scene but really it's like I have to check in with the director. I'm not going to go on my own feeling. Like the feelings are not the facts. Right. Like there's a lot of feelings happening and I'm just, yeah. I've got to like put a lot of things yeah, yeah.
0: into it. Oh, I guess that's true. I guess you're trying to essentially have a logical approach to the way feelings work which is doesn't it's, really make sense.
1: Right. Yes and yeah. yeah. So you work within that and it's like and I think it's really the director and if you respect your director which I, I can't see how you couldn't Taking something on, I couldn't imagine working with a director I don't like.
3: Yeah, right. Because it's everything.
1: It's just everything. You know. Well,
3: when you're when you're doing that's it, that's true. There's you're the only person in the whole movie that can't see it. You know what I mean? You you can't look at it. Right. So right. You, know, I, you don't really know. I feel like it's a good sign. Uh, if you finish a scene and you don't have a lot of opinions about it like you don't really remember how it went that's that's at least a good sign that you weren't spending the whole time with a little scorecard going okay I got that okay well I know that one You yeah. know like the, if you
0: are you not know, over analyzing it yeah you know. do you like do you like playing characters do you like playing totally normally normal characters or a character that has a pretty specific quirk or do you try to find that quirk like in other that they say Oh, you're just a guy. Like, what do you do with
3: that? How how does anyone just be a guy? Uh, I think there's a you, you know that's a that's a really good question. Um, I mean, any just a guy is like a really complex individual. The the question is how much of that is in is on the page. You know what I mean? Like, a guy crosses the street in the background. He's got a whole you know he's got a job. He went to college somewhere. Da da. da. You can spend ten weeks mapping all of that out and say well it's going to affect how I cross the street it's probably not ever going to get to the audience so you'll, you could also come at it where you just go my butt itches so I'm going to scratch my butt while I'm crossing the street and that's going to be alive and, and, and real and something that someone might notice too who knows you know it's probably going to get cut out of the movie anyway <laughs> <laughs> no matter, what, no matter, <laughs> matter what you, what you, you do to... <laughs> so you just yeah you just do, do something that gets you through it yeah that you enjoy
0: what do you what is something that you do if you're in a scene and the other person i'm i'm not i'm positive this no did names. not happen in this movie i know we're naming no but names. Uh, but but uh, but and the other person's just not they're not there they're not bringing it they don't care whatever how do, are, are you then in the moment do you are you required to sort of match their energy, or do you try to elevate? What, what do you What do you do if your team's not well, on board? Well, like
1: with with movies, like if it's really a problem, I'll pull the director aside and say, "We got to, we have a problem. So what are we going to do here?" And either they'll fix it, or maybe. Uh, we'll shoot it and then later when they're gone, we'll bring in the AD and then I'll do it with the AD or whoever. Do you know what I mean? I had to do that once because it was just untenable. It was just like, I had to shoot it with somebody else. You know wow. what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney Love. I mean, okay, all right. That one you Nuff can said. say. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The Liberty Mutual of Fourth <laughs> right. thing, fourth thing. But anyway, I mean, I love Courtney, but she's so. She's, um, this is Courtney campaign. Love or Liberty Mutual? <laughs> <laughs> just
0: like mash the two of them together. You
1: know what I mean? It's yeah, great. exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> But but like with plays, it's hard because if you're not getting with plays, there's nothing you can do in the moment. Right. Because that's, exactly. So it's about acceptance with a capital A.
0: How do you dig yourself out when you show? I mean, obviously, you know, people go, well, acting's not like you're not like building anything with your hands. I go, no, you're not. But it's a, it's tough emotional work. And when you show up and you're sick or you don't feel good or you just you just you're just in a wall, like how do you push through that?
3: I think it's, I think all that stuff's great actually. It just goes in. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay. So I guess my my character's sick today or tired now. You know what I mean? And like I don't have to paint circles under my eyes cuz I already have circles under my eyes. So right. you just think, oh, I guess why would they be tired? Oh yeah, they'd be tired because of X or yeah. something. But I I I just think all that shit goes in the stew.
1: You know what's really weird is mm. I've like I've gone on with a really really high fever, really really sick. I've seen other actors do it and it's really weird like the curtain goes up and it's just like you're, you're like human again and the curtain goes down and you're really sick it's, yeah, like, adrenaline weird thing. Yeah, it's like the mom lifting the car over the, off the kid it's like something weird it's like like blizzard brain stuff takes over or something you just like you're just like there it's, it's kind of a miracle it's weird do you feel like it, do you
0: feel like that acting uh, kind of makes you more adaptable and flexible in your life as a result no no
1: <laughs> no I mean maybe maybe not I mean I wish like some like you'd hope but not necessarily Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or or like can it be cathartic and you work through shit, nah. But I can't imagine how it couldn't bleed in if you're open as an actor and the neurons are firing and you're adapting, how that flexibility or aliveness couldn't somehow bleed over a little bit.
0: Here's a question. As parents, so you work all day, you uh, are exhausted, you have this sort of emotional thing that you've absorbed from whatever it is that you're shooting, but you gotta be present. For your kids, because they need you. So how do you, you know, like At, where where do you find that 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 surplus of energy?
1: It's just a special thing, and it's like I think every actor could have should have a kid, whether they rent a kid for a while. Just <laughs> something that's bigger. It's it's something that's rent bigger than you. It's something that's bigger. It's all you need is something bigger than you. Don't you
0: feel like some actors though? They don't think there's anything bigger than them. Well,
1: that's the, that's why I'm saying rent a kid because when that kid is is saying no, I'm going to shit here. <laughs> I don't care. I can't make it to the bathroom. No. Don't you want to? Like when the kid's need is so great that it's like you have to focus on something that's bigger than you. It's a it's the kid. The kid, is, the kid helps with not dwelling. So some people would have it. to rent
4: Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> right? so you know, I'm, yep.
1: I'm kind of being facetious, but I'm really saying that a kid is great because it just gets it right sized. Because acting, it's kind of easy to dwell. Maybe if you've been in a heavy thing all day and it's just easy to go there. And then, But a kid just like you just don't have the You just can't. Yeah. So it's just it's just great. It's just great because it's more right sized.
0: Is this your first child? First child, yeah. How are you feeling?
3: Awesome. Good. Yeah. It's the greatest, greatest thing ever. Are you glad that you that you had
0: uh, a kid when you were not like in your twenties? Do you like that you sort of like because you have a kid in your forties, you get to sort of like you know who you are. Wait, Ronnie, you're not in your twenties. It's a real <laughs> no. It's you know it's a
3: real paradox. I'm not in my twenties. <laughs> it's kind of paradoxical because on the one hand. Uh, it's the greatest thing ever and you go, oh shit, I, I really would have loved doing this 20 years ago but then at the same time you're like, if I did it 20 years ago it wouldn't be this kid. It right. would have been another kid. So it's, it's just perfect. And that kid would have been a piece of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. seriously. That know, could That's, <laughs> That's yeah. why you
4: don't time travel, guys. It <laughs> never just
0: messes meet, things up. Never meet your kids. Um, what about you? What do you what's, what's, I have no kids, thank okay. God, that I know of. Thank your God. kids are your films at this point. Yes, your your your, child, your children are your films at this point because that gets a lion's share of your attention and your time, I, I, and you have to foster them and teach them how to
3: walk and teach Some them. Some scary to kids. How <laughs> they golf. Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I I just I've been so busy the last few years that I really haven't had time for anything personal in my own life. I've just literally I literally um, wrote from the Conjuring into Insidious two, and before I even finished Insidious two, I wrote right into Fast and Fury seven. So. Um, so, it's pretty much just taken up my, my whole life at this moment.
1: Yeah. Excellent.
0: Well, I think we're about at the end of our time. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, Whenever we say that, the publicists get happy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. I mean, there's, there's no, it's pretty, we're pretty loose. Seems it. Seems, like, it. Uh, it seems yeah, loose. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. Um, and uh, so, uh, when does The Conjuring open? It comes out July 19th. Um, oh, that's right. This, yeah, we're putting this, 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 this day Friday. after. It's yes, Thursday. It comes out for Friday.
4: That's Friday. It comes out this Friday, but it, I think it opens Thursday Are there midnight. midnight. Oh, really? Thursday night mi- midnight. Oh, yeah, fun. so that's going to be cool. Fun. Are you guys going to
0: Comic Con? Are you going to Comic Con? Yes. Three days. Yeah. Lily's <laughs> <Everybody's> going. <laughs> nice. I'll be there. Are you going?
4: I cannot. I've got a film to make.
0: So ah, buddy. I would you love uh, to go. I'd love to go. If you're doing Fast and Furious and you're like, I need a bearded fat guy to drive by in a Volvo at any point in the movie. <laughs> I'll play that guy. I'll play that guy. Oh,
2: Jonah, fuck you. No. That was me. Yeah. Beat you to it.
0: Yeah. I'm movie Matt. So if you want to make the movie slow and relatively discontent, um, then <laughs> we're, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're the guys. So the conjuring, it's great. Uh, it definitely, it definitely has like an Amityville vibe to it, which feels, which feels awesome. And uh, and I really enjoyed it. So thank you so much. Yeah, yes. Thank you for being here, Ron. Nice you. to see you, Lily. Lovely to see you. Karaoke again sometime yeah. soon. I oh, hope if you can... need me to stand next to the rock and be the before. <laughs> I the bolder. The young, the shorter. <laughs> just the before. <laughs> Who knows what happened, what the government did to him, but it worked. That's true. Yeah. Ayers um, Rock, that's a place from your home country. Ayers Rock, yes. Why do I know some... Oh, I dated an Australian girl. That's a- why Is I that, that the reason why? why? Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 It makes sense now. Yeah, I'm so glad I got yeah. something out of a relationship. It was just a bunch of <laughs> Australia <laughs> you facts. You know so
1: much. I really do. you got
0: history and geography. Yeah, uh, all right, we've mentioned two is. of Chris's girlfriends. Go see The Conjuring. All right.
1: thank you. Thanks for having me everyone. Now leaving Nerdist.com.
0: Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by LegalZoom.com. Whatever your legal document needs, LLCs, wills, trusts, trademarks, and more, they've got it. Over 12 years and 2 million Americans have used
3: LegalZoom. Start your business to protect your family today at LegalZoom.com using the offer code Nerdist.